All right, we are going to have a special guest today on the Final Percent Podcast. Um, quite frankly, this person has become one of my best friends. Um, she's been a huge advocate for the Final Percent. She really gets it. And when you get people who get your visions, you just hang out with them as much as possible. Um, and she is a visionary. Uh, she's an incredible wife, incredible friend. And we were just on a call kind of talking about, you know, we she's 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 a partner in a company that we launched called TFP Life. And so we were talking about different things. We launched Project 33 that is all about like kind of the complete person, which I think is a better version the, of uh, 75 hard, if you will. You know, if I if, if Andy Fursella ever hears me saying that stuff, that means I'm doing something right. We got big enough to get his attention. So come at me, bro. Um, but uh we were just talking and Allie's just such an inspirational person. I wanted to bring her on to the podcast. So Allie, thank you so much for joining me on this podcast today. Thrilled to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about the, the last year, because you have gone ups and downs and sideways and space shuttle rides. I mean, life has thrown like people say life will throw curveballs at you that is such an understatement with everything that you have experienced have gone through are going through so you like the floor is yours you kind of tell me what personal growth and this year and discoveries and epiphanies have meant to you well, that's a really wide open subject. I don't know how long this podcast can go for, but yeah, the past year from July of last year in 2022, um, let's see, I was on a high at before that. I was doing some real estate, doing super well with uh, leaving employment, going into the flipping business of real estate and uh, was doing really well, like bringing in so much income. And then the universe stepped in, gave the ego a little bit of a check and mm -hmm. said, ah, you don't know what you're doing. And basically, as everyone experienced in real estate, put the brakes on. Mm -hmm. And uh, from there, it turned into a lot of personal growth over this past year. Uh, you in particular telling me to rest, which doesn't sit very well with me. <laughs> uh, so what I had to do, and I'm now understanding the rest piece, it's not physically resting. It's mentally figuring out what it is that makes me work and mm -hmm. what are my passions, my joys and that type of thing. So there's been a whole year of personal growth, learning that community, relationships, um, discovery into health and wellness and and listening to who I am and listening to that little voice inside. That is essentially what this past year has been. Um, it's a lot of rediscovery, a lot of growth, um, 
a lot of recognizing what is important. Uh, materialistic things, not so much. I was always driven by having the first, the biggest, the best, the most, the, you know, just to, I don't know who I'm trying to impress, mm -hmm. but now realizing the only person I need to impress is myself mm -hmm. and Terry, my husband, uh, that we're working together and we're on the right path. So in a nutshell, that's kind of what this past year has been to me. Um, I'm not sure if there's any areas you want me to elaborate on further, uh, besides the fact my wellness has taken a little bit of a hit. Yeah. So after things started going better uh, financially, well, not necessarily, um, discovering other ways to bring in revenue where I don't need to sell my time for money. Yeah. So discovering other ways to earn money, uh, then feeling like, yeah, I got this nailed. The universe once again stepped in and said, yeah, you're still not looking after yourself. I've tried talking to you in the past, but I'm going to have you face a uh, a big, something you can't push off. Yeah. So on that, uh, I was diagnosed with, well, I still haven't officially been, but anyway, uh, being diagnosed with cancer. Uh, so then from January on, it has been, in Canada in particular, we pay for our medical services in time. So mm -hmm. it has been many, 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 many months to be able to get into the services where they can support you. So in that time, which again, now reflecting back is what I needed to do, uh, learning more about health, about wellness, about diet about all of the important things that so many of us don't realize. The, the fact that so many of our doctors don't understand and are not taught about how our North American diet is poisoning us mm -hmm. and medicines can't keep up. Yeah. So that has taken me down a whole new path of just wanting to help other people and inspire other people. Uh, even to the point that the oncologist and the dietitian who is supposed to be informing me is asking me for suggestions. And why are you not having side effects when you have chemo? And why are your numbers dropping like, in a good way? Yeah. Um, and, you know, what is it you're doing? So I'm now teaching them and sending documents and, and articles to them to teach them. So yeah. it's, it's just, it's, it's been quite the journey and I'm, I'm excited to share. It's, it's so, it's so fun to kind of watch you evolve and work, but there's like a, I think this is why you and I like clicked so well early on because we're both very natural teachers, very natural leaders. And, you know, from me starting college and I mean, how long were you a math teacher? 27 years, 27 years. And it's just so interesting how when we find something where we're like, oh, this can either help people, we immediately want to go give it away, give it away to the world, give it away to everyone that we know. And it's just been so interesting watching how much, you know, how many countless lives you've you've changed as being a teacher um, and then helping people now in real estate education 
And then also helping people out with, you know, trying to get their body in a state of like we were talking about preventative, like so that they can prevent certain things happening to their body and and in their body before you have to go to the curative side of things, which is is a pretty destructive process. Um, and through this whole thing, watching you behind the scenes and having those quiet conversations I need you to understand, Ali, it has been one of the most inspirational things I have ever been a part of for a few reasons. Number one, you facing something I can't fully understand. And your attitude is just so fantastic Um, because it's easy for me to say you got to believe and wholeheartedly in this. But man, when it's you in the chair, it's it's hard to actually believe and it has been so fantastic, you know, watching the miracles happen, you know, and and I I said I learned this in church and I think it's true whether whether people go to church or not, just to be very clear, I'm, I'm never going to do the whole, hey, let's get super religious on the podcast. We're very inclusive. Everyone uh, come and join us. But I learned this phrase in church and I think it is applicable to absolutely everyone. It says the atmosphere of expectation is the breeding ground for miracles. And you have an atmosphere of expectation of I'm beating this thing. And so you had the, I I know that the cancer marker, when we first like got the numbers back, it was, it was 900 something, right? 900. And then the next time, we get the numbers. It was 120 something, right? 236. 236. So that's how far it drops. And then what were they recently? Uh, the ones from Monday was at 21. 21. Norm- normal is anything less than 35. So this is so- what I'm talking. And and if you talk to, like, I still remember and I loved it. Um, you know, I because you know i'm trying to help and be a friend but like also like be a quote unquote realist and i loved what happened so and this is me pulling the curtain back with uh with how ali and i talked i said well i i i understand look you're facing your mortality and you go stop saying that i believe and i'm i'm not going down that road and i know that like your expectation is on another planet and it needs to be and I just, well, I just, even that, like when you think about it, the day you're born, you're facing your mortality. Yeah, exactly. And I just, I just loved the resolve that you had behind the expectation. And I think that we need to have, if we can learn how to go there, like I always say, why does it take the, the, like I always say, you know, if, you had to come up with a million dollars, could you? And everyone's like, no, I couldn't. Well, what if I put your your kid in a birdcage over a pit of lava and you had to go make a million dollars to get them out of that birdcage, but you had to do it legally? Would, could you do it then? And then everyone's like, of course I could. And I'm like, why do we wait for the birdcage scenario? Why do we wait for the lava? Why do we wait for the pain? Why do we wait for, like, if we could go there with the expectation of, my marriage is going to be incredible. If we could go there with the expectation of my business is going to work out. If we could go there with the expectation of, 
you know, these people have got my back instead of like we, we we're in this like really weird state, unfortunately, where we constantly are like, oh, is this is this person trying to mess me over? And we're trying to look around the corner and we're trying to figure it out. And we we end up hurting relationships because we're we're putting a bunch of stuff in there that we don't know. But what if we started with that expectation? Now we do have to it's a double edged sword because. If we go with that expectation with everyone, people will take advantage of it. So one of the things that I actually came up with is I said, you know, you have to identify there. Not everyone is going to live by the same rules. So if I'm ever going to do business with someone, I have inner circle rules and outer circle rules. So if you're a part of my inner circle, it, it really doesn't matter. Like I know that we're good forever. Outer circle, everything's going to be done by by a very specific way of doing things because you haven't proven yourself. But the the thing is, is when we live in the outer circle so much and then we try to slow things down in our inner circle, it will start hurting. Or if we trust so much on our inner circle and we start letting those rules leak into the outer circle, then we tend to get taken advantage of. And so I just want to make sure everyone knows I'm not saying out that go out there and just be super delusional. Like people are still, you know, there's still some snakes out there. Um, but exactly. you need, you do need boundaries. And that's something that I've exactly. been working on is with coming from the teaching world, you, you trust that everyone is in the same boat when you're working with colleagues. So you throw ideas out there and I tend to live in the Peter Pan world, or I did, you know, that everything is, everyone has the best intentions Yeah, and they may do, but their best intentions may not align with my core values exactly. uh, and where I'm heading. So that again is where I'm learning to set boundaries and what is my inner circle and who is yeah. my trusted friends and partners and relationships. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Working and, in progress. Yeah. It's, it's, it, and it's so interesting walking through life and, you know, trying to figure out this whole idea of trust and I love, I can't remember where I heard this, uh, but I've used it so many times. And I love the phrase that says, trust is nothing more than giving someone the power to hurt you. And that's why we we need to pay attention to that. And when we get into the phrase, do you trust yourself? You've got to ask yourself, okay, well, if you say, do you trust yourself? Who's doing the trusting and who's needing the trust? It's the, it's this weird, vicious circle. And then you're asking yourself, can you give yourself the power to hurt yourself? And then because we're so scared to be hurt or the fear of rejection or very specifically the fear of failure. We were just talking about that a little bit before we got on. A lot of people have the fear of failure, so they won't even try. But man, not trying is so much scarier to me than failing. And I, th I think we need to be in an action bias. And that's why I, I love working with you because in a lot of ways, you're even more action bias than I am. Hey, where are we at with this? What are you thinking about this? Hey, I had this idea. I've got these notes. What if we did this? What if we did this? And I, I love it. I really do. Because it's like having another brain that cares that's making things better. 
And a lot of people don't, they don't see it through that lens. They, they see it as a tax. And okay. I, okay. I think that that's the, the difference of, you know, our community and the final percent, you know, we're, we're all still human, but for the most part, anytime ideas get thrown around, we really are looking at it from a place of insight and, oh, that's an interesting way of looking at it or this, like we had, a. Uh, Eric counts. He's a really good friend of mine. Um, he posted in our, in our group, I posted a Jim Rohn uh, video and he like gave us a dissertation on why he basically disagrees with the video. And I'm really glad that we have a community where he felt comfortable sharing his view of that. And for the most part, I actually agree with everything he said, but what I was trying to get at was more become someone of value. That's the big thing is a lot of people show up to places and say, what am I getting from this place? Or what have you done for me lately? Or how much like we need to show up with the place of who am I becoming here? And if you like who you're becoming, and that's why, like, I love other perspectives. I love people feeling like they can share their thoughts. Now, if it's something super negative, you should never do negative stuff in a public forum. Go talk to that person privately because you want to keep the community together, not create division. Um, but there's a lot of communities out there. If you raise your hand and say, oh, I disagree with this, that, and the other, or have you looked at it this way? Or have you looked at this article? All of a sudden, they're going to be mad that you're trying to post anything. And I just, those are those are scary communities for me. And yeah, they are. And it's it can get very divisive. So even just having the bravery yourself when you're in that situation and you're faced with the you're with me or against me, it's my race, or you know, you can go off by yourself and just asking for deeper understanding or asking for, you know, well, where is this coming from? And being brave enough to face that and realize that there are alternatives to exactly. the left or the right. And I don't mean political, but to the both sides of, of whatever it is they're, they're putting together. But I also just wanted to quickly go back to the trusting yourself. And that's where I'm really liking the project 33 that you've, uh, that we've just recently launched in mm -hmm. a um, early testing that when you're, you say to yourself, yeah, I'm going to work out. I'm going to get on a health and wellness plan. I'm going to read books. And then you just shoot yourself in the foot. Like, how can you trust yourself to get better and become better if you can't trust yourself to follow through on your own actions to get better? So, exactly. you know, that app is certainly helping with the validation, tracking, accountability that yeah. people are lacking. Well, and a lot of people, they make promises to themselves all the time and then they don't follow through and they're they're lying to themselves. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's one of the things they second guess themselves. They don't want to do it. They don't this, that and the other. And then we look up and we go, oh, well, I'm I, like and that's why they actually don't trust other people is because they actually let themselves down and they think other people are doing the same thing they do. And and when you can rate and all we're really doing as a community is raising awareness. You just want to be aware that certain things are going on. Um, so with this last year, give me your top three favorite books and why. Uh, one of them would be Outwitting the Devil. 
such a good book. That's definitely in my top five favorite books of all time. Yeah, it's, oh, there's so many, so many points that come out of that book. It's actually the only book I've ever read that I've summarized into book notes mm. so I can reflect back on them. Uh, along the similar vein is uh, Portal to Genius. Yeah, with with uh, Garrett Gunderson. Oh, cool. And Leslie Household Handholders. So they they wrote that one. Uh, so along the same lines. And that one is just realizing that when you're an employee, that all you're doing is going and picking up your paychecks and you can't realize there are other ways to create income. And it's just the yeah. way that it's written. It's in more, it's a similar to Outwitting the Devil. It's more of a story type of um, analogy, uh, even to the point that, they're talking about jackrabbits and trying to find jackrabbits. So what, what I've done is I ordered jackrabbit stickers and I have one up in here and one downstairs. It's like, Oh, look, I spotted a jackrabbit. Oh, so so that would be the second one. Um, the hard thing about hard things. Oh, such a good, I think that is maybe one of the best business books of all time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So that one is fantastic. And it was helping when I did have the, the flipping business up and running and we had multiple projects on the on the goal and we had some employees and there were some hard decisions that I needed to make and yeah. I believe you recommended that book to me and yeah. it was just uh they just put it out there and they give you the action steps as to why it's happened and what you can do to uh to rectify and to move mm. forward all right so if you had one thing to tell yourself a year ago what would you tell Allie? Wow. Just one thing, huh? You're like, I got a couple notes on this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say that uh, learn to recognize what is important. Mm. And health and wellness takes priority over anything. Yeah, and I know people have said it before is that you can be rich, but if your health is not good, you you'll wish for health and people on their deathbed will say, Oh, I just wish that I could have had more time. Um, you have to be ready to receive that message. So if people can hear me, you know, I can take, this as a wig, I can take it off and you can see the real and raw. I had a chemo, uh, session yesterday, but because of everything I've been doing and the wellness and, and area, I feel great. I can be on here and, and I just feel great. I'm slightly tired, but you know, you don't have to, you don't want to go down this route to realize what's important. If you're listening to this, your health is crucially important. Yeah. Uh, look up anti-inflammatory, realize what what is going on with the diet and start taking action. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think that that goes right along line along those lines um, is, is making sure that you're making your mental health a priority as well mm. and, and getting out of the shame modes and the shoulda, coulda, woulda modes and the worry modes and the stress modes. Cause you know, you know, just full, again, I'm pulling back the curtain, guys. Uh, full disclosure. I mean, I, Allie and I talk very candidly. She again, she's one of my very best friends. I love her with all of my heart. Um, 
And, uh, you know, I have one of my very, very close friends uh, here staying with me with his kid. And I was telling her it is just so nice to hang out with one of my friends as a dad and not the business partner and go play with our kids and, you know, go to Target and buy a bunch of toys. And we were doing stomp rockets and we bought a slip and slide and and all of these things. And uh, Ali immediately just told me she's like, I knew. I knew that you needed that. I knew that you were on the edge of, you know, thinking you needed to be on all the time and all things to all people. And and it's just, I think that making sure that your mental health is a priority, your physical health is a priority, because, you know, at the end of the day, the the only thing that we should be focused on making is memories, and memories are way cooler if you're healthy. Like, let's be honest. And, uh, you know, I, I love getting on the phone with Allie. Like last time, I, I can't remember. We just, obviously with what she's going through, I, I I call her all the time and she'll text me and this, that, and the other. And I remember one of the last times that we called, she was she was just literally telling Terry, hey, I, I just want a little bit more time with Greg. And then I called like we, Allie and I have this like weird connection and it happens yeah. so often. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, And it was just, it was just interesting because she's just like, yeah, I just like, I want to get closer to Colorado. I want to like hang out like more. And then I was telling her, if you do have to go through this surgery, like you better believe I'm flying up there and I'm going to be there for you and for Terry and then, you know, we've got some really good friends of ours that are fellow coaches as well. And uh, Craig and Meredith, they're like, how can we get closer and do more things? Like we we always say it, cool things with cool people. But it's just making memories with people who you know care about you, that you can trust. And, and that's why I started this podcast off with, you know, Ali Ali gets the vision of the final percent. It's no longer, it's like, and that's what, when you find those people where it's not like my vision anymore, like the final percent is straight up both of our vision again. Like she gets it and she makes us better by asking questions and making suggestions and, you know, going through the process and being a part of retreats. And I mean, playing full out. And that's the kind of community that you want to be a part of and you want to create memories with. And, and, you know, Allie and I, when she unfortunately got the, the, the news of, uh, of cancer, you know, one of the things that made me know she was going to win and, and know that we were going to, you know, get this thing licked was, man, I did not just find you to, to, to be like, Hey, let's, man, that was a good run. No, like we have so much cool things to do together and we know it. It's something we know and there's memories and, and I've just become so close to Terry, your husband. Um, I mean, this guy also for anyone who comes to one of our events or even just meets Terry in passing, get a hug from this guy. He literally gives the best hugs ever. Like no one is going to beat this dude at hugs. Um, and so it's just make memories and really focus on putting those in the bank. And I, I too was very, you know, status driven, you know, realistically, like I had, I've had the $200,000 car. I've had multiple different $200,000 cars. Now I drive a Jeep. Like that's the, that's the thing that's important to me. Why? Because that's way more me than any supercar. 
Like so yeah, much like, so that now when people just randomly see Jeeps, they think of me. Cause it's part it's a part of who I am. So just like and and Ali, which I still need to read this book. I think it's it'll be my next book after. I will read Who Are You Really? You have yes, recommended very good. It, you have recommended it uh multiple times. Um, but because more than I think you realize you've actually inspired a new series that I'm going to come up out with and I'm going to let everyone know about it right now. Um, I am going to do a whole series that is going to be comprised of 10 episodes similar to the homeless millionaire podcast. Um, but it's going to have 10 episodes and the series is going to be called who am I really? And I'm going to document and I'm going to tell the story of something that I learned of one of the hardest or most pivotal moments in my life. And then you're going to hear the story and then I'm going to write a song about it. And then I'm going to release it in a, a full series. Um, because that's one of the things that I've learned, you know, needing to slow down myself, needing to get rest myself. Um, and then having you go, man, this book, who am I really, or who are you really? Um, that was when it sparked. I was just like, man, you know, who am I really like, and I shared this at the Wyoming retreat. There's so often I actually want to quit because I don't think I'm making a big enough impact or I'm scared or I, I just, I want people to be okay. Or like, there's just so many things that happen inside my soul that like I need friends like you and friends like Roland who's staying with me now and and friends like Eileen and friends like Craig and Meredith and you know Dale and Marla um I mean we've got some incredible people that are are with us and that's really what it's all about and that's why I I had this idea of who am I really like I always tell people, you know, if you think, you know, I'm Superman or everything's fine, it's just like, man, if you really knew what was going on inside my brain and how hard I fight to be this person that other people can lean on. Um, and now I finally have a, a bunch of incredible people that I can lean on and it feels pretty nice. And that's what community is all about. And that's what we're fighting for. We're just trying to exactly equip people and help people and love on people and then be able to be there for people when they go through things, you know, and, yeah. you know, you I will have to say when I introduce the final percent community to other people, it's like, hey, there's a really great community and we've got lots of people involved and uh, and they're like. What are the, wh why what are they going to sell me? Nothing. It's mm -hmm. just a supportive community. You just sign in and comment and get inspired and, just, just and come hang out amazing people yeah come so. hang out and and yeah in in our facebook groups uh on the podcast yeah i mean it's it's really about equipping people to go find that exponential part of life and that's that's what it's all about and that's mm -hmm. that's you know what we've watched you do like watching you and your mental acuity and your attitude and the way that you are researching like you know it's hard to say that something like this you know we we talk about everything happens for a reason but like i told you when we first started talking about this i can't help but think that there are people who are going to get this diagnosis out there 
that are not as strong as you. And they're going to need to lean on you and they're going to need your research and they're going to need your your story of knowing that you made it through and hearing the story of the numbers dropping and you, you know, going the final percent in caring for yourself in your recovery. Yeah. Um, but so many people, they don't go the final percent. They're, they're like 70 percent is good enough. And your story is just so powerful and so valid. It's going to be fun to watch people experience you the way that I, and, and, you know, I feel so blessed because I mean, I got like in front of the scenes, behind the scenes and the side of the scenes, the tears, the happy, we've been to Canada together. We've been through the States together. We've been to Costa Rica together. I mean, we've, we've done a lot of things in this year and yeah, yeah. we're just getting started. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, it is being quite the journey. Um, all good, okay. all good. And yeah. there, there are silver linings behind it. You know, like even me going down the path of of the universe and the energy and and being connected to everyone, to nature, and um, you know, when I say questioning my faith, it's questioning prior beliefs in spiritual beings and yeah god and you know so it's it's been a journey and um yeah so it it certainly has but definitely making memories and if i can shout out a plug to craig and meredith with their road of life coaching yeah fantastic like we're we're it's we're in the first group to go through to help work out the kinks and for terry and i we're on week two and we're talking and discussing in ways that we haven't before. So when they're ready, feel free to, you know, definitely highly recommend you jump in with them. They're great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, I just did another series with them that talks about, you know, being a beginner at the beginning and allowing yourself Mm -hmm. to do so. And uh, we just took an adventure and we talked about it and, um, we're at the right place at the right time. There's some, there's some ground, some foundational things happening in this group right now that I think is going to be foundational for the personal growth industry for generations to come. I really believe that because the integrity is there. The meaning is there. The experience is there. The heart is there. The tenacity, the perseverance, the stories, the evidence, there's just so much and we're documenting it, we're experiencing it, and we're supporting. And that's what it's all about. So, and for anyone out there, you know, just to shout out Craig and Meredith one more time. How how long have you and Terry been married? 33 years. It's a great number, by the way. Um, they've been together for 33 years, and they do have a beautiful marriage. And watching how much they care about each other is, like, literally on another level. Like, these two people love each other. But the reason, like, by all accounts, for the most part, everyone would say, oh, well, you guys have made it. You guys are good. But look at what they're doing. Their peers, their fellow people, they're going through another, they're going through another course to experience each other in a new way and experience their relationship. And they're doing the work. And just because they're 33 years into this thing, that they're going to go to the next level. And they're going to keep working on it. And 
you know, that's a testament to this weird thing called growth. And the essence of life is growth. We want to we want to grow in who we are and who we are to each other and with each other. Um, and you you're always just a shining example of that and leading the way. You're an incredible teacher, but I think you're I think you are such a great teacher because you never stopped being a student. And that's what that's you if anyone is just listening to this please go to my youtube channel right now because we're recording this on zoom when you see her eyes light up with what i just said you can know that she is still the consummate student so anyway thank you guys so much for joining us on the final percent podcast and thank you so much ali i appreciate you and i'm sure that we are going to have you on here many many more times because you are a staple in this community so thank you from the bottom of my heart thank you and i love you more okay all right all right that's a good ending that's a good ending (laughs) bye guys